Hello, my name is Anisha Freeman. I'm also known as the locksmith because I make keys for locks in the mind. I'm a master's level therapist and my specialty is cognitive restructuring, meaning I introduce people to dysfunctional, unconscious beliefs that make decisions for them without their conscious awareness. I also provide people with tools to help them reprogram their minds with functional beliefs. Welcome to my podcast, Improving Productivity by Increasing Staff Confidence. This podcast is for managers, supervisors, and leaders, but anyone can benefit from the information. How are we going to improve staff productivity by increasing their confidence? Well, by addressing dysfunctional unconscious beliefs that decrease staff confidence. In this episode, we're only gonna address one belief. So a little about myself, I have a bachelor's degree in business studies, a master's degree in business administration. I have a master's degree in social work. I was the personal assistant to the mayor of Grand Rapids, Michigan for three years, the Honorable Reverend George K. Hartwell. He was the director of the Community Leadership Institute and also the mayor. I was his assistant at the Institute for three years. So I observed and a, a phenomenal leader up close and personal, personally <laughs> for three years. I'm the creator of an award-winning cognitive restructuring program entitled The Lies That Bind. My work has been featured on PBS and I've been the clinical director at two organizations. So I've served in leadership roles. I've also served on various community boards and committees. I use certain terms interchangeably. So whenever you hear me use the terms issues, lies, unaddressed issues, and dysfunctional unconscious beliefs, I'm referring to dysfunctional unconscious beliefs that cause people to engage in self-defeating behaviors repeatedly despite the consequences. These beliefs are usually, and I say usually because there's always exceptions to the rule, these beliefs are usually programmed into people's minds during the formative years by how they're treated and by what they observe. Some beliefs can also act as a landing pad and flag in other beliefs. So that's the third way these beliefs can be implanted into people's minds. Most of the beliefs are totally antithetical to how people consciously think, what they consciously articulate. For example, I say most because there are, like I said, exceptions to the rules. People who suffer with perfectionism, to a certain degree, they are aware of the belief you have to get it right the first time but they may not be aware of how deeply that belief inhibits them. For example, they wouldn't hire, people who suffer with this belief, they wouldn't hire a novice caterer for their annual fundraising banquet, but they put the unrealistic expectations on themselves to have perfect execution the very first time they try something. 
People who suffer with a belief that falls under the umbrella of people pleasing, they may be totally unaware of the belief. You have to compensate for your presence with goods and services. That's a belief that makes people pay people to tolerate them or act as if they like them for short increments of time. It's hard to fight an invisible enemy. That's the power of these beliefs that are hidden in people's unconscious minds. And I agree with Sigmund Freud's theory. In order to help people, you have to bring the information in their unconscious minds to their conscious awareness. I just use some different techniques than Freud. Same theory, different techniques. So let's talk about this belief that decreases staff confidence. I call it the make people walk on eggshells belief. People should get it right the first time. People who are afflicted by this belief, they expect people to have perfect execution the very first time they try something new. They berate people who don't have perfect execution their initial attempt. They expect people to perfect the franchise prototype before release one. They throw, they have a throw out the baby with the bathwater mentality when a product or service simply needs to be tweaked. They reward workaholics who work 100 hour weeks trying to go from novice to expert in an unrealistic time frame. So what's the solution? How do we address this dysfunctional belief that's negatively impacting staff productivity? Well, Dr. R. Joseph, a noted expert in the fields of neuroscience and psychology, he says that there's a way out for people who were raised in environments in which certain dysfunctional unconscious beliefs were programmed into their minds. He says they have to first, they have to become aware of the alternatives, like a different way of thinking, different behaviors associated with a different belief system. But they also have to be able to scrutinize their own lives so that they can recognize the maladaptive, self-destructive patterns they've been engaging in. It's hard for people to stop putting unrealistic expectations on others if they're not aware that's what they're doing. If they're not aware that it's dysfunctional to expect someone to get something right the very first time they try. So here's a functional belief. I also call the functional beliefs that I've created for dysfunctional beliefs, the deactivation code. <laughs> It's an unrealistic expectation to expect people, staff, to have perfect execution the very first time they try something new. There are tasks such as surgery in which professionals are expected to have perfect execution, but they have to go through rigorous training for years and years. They are still monitored by other surgeons with years of experience when they are beginners. They also have to have malpractice insurance in case they make a mistake. If a person could get something perfect the first time, there would be no difference in pay for people with experience versus people without experience. Most human beings, except for rare prodigies, we're at some point in time taught what they know. 
If you had to be taught how to use a toilet and how to use a spoon, that means you were taught everything you know and you didn't get the toilet or the spoon thing right the first time. You can have high expectations for staff without crossing over into the land of unrealistic expectations. So here's some strategies to help leaders who are afflicted with this dysfunctional unconscious belief. People have to get it right the first time. Here are some strategies to address the behaviors associated with the belief. For, for the behavior of expecting people to have perfect execution the very first time they try something new, give people space to make mistakes or to be novices. Create a culture that welcomes and respects innovation. For the behavior of berating people who don't have perfect execution their initial attempt, communicate a back to the drawing board culture. You may have to create it and communicate it consistently. Do 2020 hindsight reflections. What will we do differently next time when something doesn't go right? For the behavior of expecting people to perfect the franchise prototype before release one, develop a round one, round two, round three release culture for certain products and services. Plan for continuous quality improvement of products and services. Reward innovation and problem solving for the behavior of throwing out the baby with the bathwater when a product or surface service simply needs to be tweaked. Analyze products and services and tweak as needed. Don't scrap entire projects before analyzing if they simply need to be tweaked. If a product or service does need to be scrapped, don't punish the person who had the ideal for the product or service. Don't, don't punish Thomas Edison. For the behavior of rewarding workaholics who work 100-hour weeks trying to go from novice to expert in an unrealistic time frame, don't create a culture that celebrates staff who don't have a work-rest-play balance. Encourage staff to invest in their professional development while also acknowledging that it takes time to learn, master techniques, and perfect products and services. So that's my podcast for today. If you would like more information about my work or to bring me in to do trainings, I do one-day trainings, two-day trainings, three-day three trainings, three-hour trainings, <laughs> you can contact me via email at afreeman at anishaconsulting.com. You can contact me also via my contact page at either of my websites, anishaconsulting.com or anishaspeaks.com. I'm also a motivational speaker with a powerful come from behind victory story. You can also check out my store page on my website, anishaconsulting.com. I have workbooks and books that I sell on my website. This workbook, The 100 Most Commonly Seen Unconscious Lies and the Keys to the Locks is sold with a set of the 100 most commonly seen victim lies and a set of the 100 most commonly seen villain lies. So this is 
100 different dysfunctional unconscious beliefs. And so is this. These are what I call victim lies. These are villain lies. These two are at the bottom are program manuals. They're not available for sale to the general public. You would have to be a therapist or a counselor and you can attend my five-day training to become trained and certified to deliver my award-winning cognitive restructuring program. So if you're interested, feel free to contact me. If you want to buy products that are available for the general public, you can go to my store page on anishaconsulting.com. Be sure to check out my next podcast, episode number four, Improving Productivity by Increasing Staff Competency. I release my podcast every Wednesday. I look forward to seeing you again and speaking with you next week.